Hey everybody, superfan Giovanni here. Welcome to Classic Love Line, episode 390 from March 27th, 1997, a Thursday night show with guest Jennifer Gray. Now this is Jennifer's second appearance of the Adam Carolla era. Her first visit was from 1996 and seems to have taken place within that large gap we had of files. Unfortunately, we don't have a fan file to fill in the gap, and the fan file that's been floating around the internet for a few years is just a merging of several different incomplete copies of this show. Now we finally have the official tape complete, in order, and you can finally enjoy it. This episode has an immediate tonal shift than normal shows. The guest, Jennifer, is super involved, and right off the bat, Adam asks her if there's anything she wants to say, oddly hinting about the suspected crush from her last visit. Turns out it's Jennifer's birthday, and Adam rants about sheet cake and his traditional birthday pies that always seem to be a hit at each of his birthday parties. Later in the show, they discuss the mass suicide involving the Heaven's Gate cult that took place the day before. Overall, this is indeed a classic show we've been searching for for many years. Jennifer doesn't seem to have any appearances after this visit of the Adam Carolla era, however there might be one or two, although it is unlikely. If we ever get our hands on that show from 1996, we'll make sure to release it in the feed and let you guys know. And as per usual, to record in 1997, some of the medical advice may be out of date. Please consult your own physician or contact Dr. Drew and Mike Catherwood on Current Day Loveline, 1-800-LOVE-191. Listener discretion is advised. You can follow us on Twitter at Podcast One, on Facebook, Podcast One there as well, and PodcastOne.com, the home of all your favorite podcasts. And if you'd like to check out more of my work, please visit SuperfanGiovanni.com. Mahalo, and get it on. The following program is a PodcastOne.com production. <sighs> Two. Welcome Love with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Would you sleep with sick women? I may be pregnant, but I'm still a man. And, uh, come on, come on, let's go down. All right, all right, keep your shirt on. Love Line's meant for an adult audience. Love Line may contain sexually oriented content. Listener discretion is advised. Here's Love Line with Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla. All right, phone number 1 800 LFEE 191, fax number 31 certified physician. Addiction medicine specialist. Uh, next week we have Erasure, John Waters, and uh, Duran Duran. Uh, but tonight, uh, back by uh, popular uh, demand, Jennifer Gray. Hey there. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Anything you want to say before we get started? Just good to be back. Mm-hmm. What took us so long? Yes. That's what I want to know. Would you like to comment on my physicality at all? I'm uh, I'm kind of taken aback. You are. Yeah. No baseball cap. No. That who knew you had all that hair? Yes. In Hollywood, it's you know generally, you know everyone kind of assumes that you have no hair. Right. Yeah. When you wear a cap. Mm. I'll tell you, and it seems a shame to be a radio host and have the matinee idol good looks, doesn't it? Pathetic. Well, not to mention the red ruffle tuxedo shirt. Yes, with the collar that goes on uh, for six yards. Yes. Yeah. Where, are we going, where are we flying through tonight? Dress baby? to the moon, baby. Dress to the oh, nines. Nice jacket. Yes. Nice, I noticed the nice shoes. Uh, nice shoes. Is and this I, a new you, or a, should I take this personally? Uh, I like to dress nice because it makes me feel nice. I don't dress for other people. Drew mm. will uh, attest to that. Oh. But once in a while, like uh, women who claim to wear a lingerie because it makes them feel beautiful. Yeah. I'm the same way with my dress. So are you wearing lingerie? Just no. It, I'm wearing no like underwear. No underwear. No towel. Oh. No towel. Ta- Jennifer, I want you to know something. I will attest to one thing. Talc free? Talc ceased really? when you left the studio. Yes. Uh, that was the day the talc died. Uh, people <laughs> listen, who listen to the show uh, know that I was all about talc. 
Uh, I had a talc man. I had about a fifteen hundred dollar a week talc habit that I'm not real proud of. I I would dump a industrial size uh, uh, vat of talc down my shorts before I left the house because it made me feel fresh. Did it did it have a silky feeling or did it took turn to like pudding or? Uh, yeah, there was it was sort of uh, it had a tapioca esque. feel to it after a good day of work but what happened was is i i was heavy into talking and uh you know a good woman can change you uh, a lot of a lot of women will, good women will get a man off the sauce uh jennifer got me off the towel yeah. jennifer came in here it was about a year ago she sat down immediately uh, sparks were flying now <laughs> I, I know you're coy so i'll speak for you uh jennifer set her uh sights on me Immediately, I felt her stare. I felt her presence. I felt her undressing me and and snapping my jockstrap with her eyes. I am uncomfortable for Jennifer. All right. Well, Drew, then you leave the room. I want to tell it like it is. And and I'll tell you what Jennifer's situation is. Thank God. Jennifer's a big star. Dirty Dancing, um, Doogie Howser's Day Off, uh, many, many big movies. uh, Ferris Bueller stuff and uh, and whatnot. Uh, Wind. Was that the one? Yeah, that's one. I, I, th- I saw that movie only because I thought it was about farting, and I was sorely disappointed when I found out it was a bunch of guys who sail. Yeah. Very bizarre movie. But here's the situation. Jennifer's, uh, she's, she's been through the Hollywood guys. Oh, she's gone out with the directors and the producers and the celebrities. Yeah, sure. It's good for uh, the first couple of months, but it's empty. These guys don't have anything inside. You know what I mean? Yeah. You've been around. Now... They don't have shirts like this. Yes. Now, uh, even though you don't look it, you're maturing in age. You're starting to uh, settle in emotionally. It's no longer the schoolgirl who's out uh, excited about uh, uh, dating some guy who calls himself Joey when he should be calling himself Joe. Right? Am I right? And you're ready to settle in. Looking for a real man. Looking for something. uh, Something special. Something uh, that does not uh, translate on celluloid. Yes. So Jennifer came in here a year ago, and she was quite uh, taken with me, uh, enamored. Until? Until uh, about the 11 o'clock hour when she found out uh, the talking. Oh, sorry. Sorry. He partook in talc. And for some reason, that was a a deal breaker for Jennifer. I'm guessing she had some sort of bad talc experience. Uh, Were you ever molested by a guy who talked or anything? Or was there something with talc? Uh, Got you on a very deep... And um, almost, um, what am I? Visceral. Visceral level. What, what is that with talc in you? It doesn't belong down there. It's for babies when they're having their diapers changed. But you weren't traumatized anyway uh, by talc. Well, I, I'm actually still, you know, delving and digging. And right. So there's some therapy. I'm still looking. So you may get to the... the I'm, I'm, I'm hope, hoping to get to the talc. The incident. The root of the talc. Yeah. The point is, is when she found out about the talc, uh, the deal was off. Uh, the love uh, that uh, we had found between us uh, in the first hour had quickly turned to disdain. And Adam's been remorseful and depressed ever since. Tell me that your great lady friends haven't appreciated my guidance. <laughs> uh, when you pay for sex, it really doesn't matter how much talc you do use or, or don't use. Uh, I, I could tell them it's flea powder. They wouldn't care. There's they another really issue would. coming up between you, though. Uh, Jennifer mentioned something about pies not being so appealing to her. Oh. I can't believe that. It, it was Jennifer's birthday yesterday. 
<clears throat> Am I right? Yeah. And I decided, uh, because I wanted to celebrate her birthday, and because I was so enamored with her, I decided to give Ann five bucks and tell her to get a pie. <laughs> and I don't like this birthday cake tradition. I am trying to uh, eliminate this from mm. society. I want the birthday pie. You're a pie man. I'm, I'm all about pie. And, uh, and, and the filling. They, all the parts of the pie, Explain not just the crust. She, I'll she tell asked you why. me why. I'll tell you why. Because, yes, cake can be good. It can be good. But let's, uh, let, let's, just, let's just take a, a, uh, an average cake outing, be it a wedding or a birthday. Okay. Uh, somebody goes out to Vons. Uh, they plop down uh, 625. They get one of these bad uh, lard icing, white trash, uh, angel food uh, with the fake uh, roses on top of it. And they set it out in the middle of the table. If you're lucky, it's got some coconut sprinkles on it. Uh, this is horrible. Yeah, sheet cake. Am I allowed to say that? Thank you, Ann. It is, it is, uh, it is a nectar of, uh, not nectar, but it is the um, confection of white trash, this, uh, this sheet cake. And everyone, ta- and you got to drink like a pot of coffee just to get through a bite of this stuff because it immediately clings to the roof of your mouth. It impairs the airway. And I've seen many people die tragic deaths just from eating bad cake. Doctor, can you confirm that? Uh, sure. Yeah. Thank you. Now, if someone wants to take the time to go down to a nice uh, bakery on Melrose or something and find some old Jewish guy and plop down 20 bucks and get something with a nice fruit layer, I have no problem with that. But people don't do that. They take the easy way out. Sure. And then you pay at these parties. Now, here's the thing with pie. Can't go wrong with pie. Find me a bad pumpkin pie. Find it. I defy anybody to find me a bad pumpkin pie. Hey, There is such a thing as bad crust, though. There is bad crust, but that's only 15% of the pie. Maybe 18%, depending on the thickness. You can still be satisfied by the filling. Absolutely. So when I throw the uh, dessert dice, when I roll the dessert dice... You got her. I I, I, I had her hooked. She got you. She's all right. Fine. You know what your job is, Drew, uh, tonight? Uh... I am, uh, yes, I like the fishing analogy. We are on a boat. I am in the fighting chair. Do you understand? I am strapped in. I'm going after big game. I have like a 75-pound test line. Your job is to dump water on my reel, and when I get the catch close enough to the boat, I want you to gaff it on board. Other than that, crack me a beer, uh, uh, get me some sunscreen, and stay out of the way. All right? I thought he was here as my chaperone. Oh, he's a little of that. But don't worry. I greased his palm plenty before the show. <laughs> He's willing to turn his head. Uh, I didn't say date rape, but uh, I, I, I think he'd go along with anything I, I put forth. He knows a happy host is a good host. Pie. I got you pie tonight. And that is, is going to replace cake from now on. And okay? what, what kind of Apple pie? Apple pie and it's a la mode. Mm. All right? You would represent the heated, uh, warm, uh, um, um, gooey pie, and I would be that cool ice cream that is just melting upon the touch. You see what I'm saying? Dripping okay. over the sides. Well, let's go to calls. <clears throat> huh? Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, wait a minute. What's the name of your TV show? Uh, the Player, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what am I looking at here? List of oh, look at all these movies. Yeah. Man, you've done a million movies. Uh, all right. When's the player going to air? Um, well, we just shot the pilot. We finished it yesterday, so we got to make sure it gets picked up. And if it gets picked up, I guess so then we start shooting them in the summer, and maybe it starts in the fall. All right. Uh, hold on. I didn't hear a word. Uh, Reckless, Red Dawn, Cotton Club, American Flyers, Ferris Bueller's uh, Day Off, Dirty Dancing, uh, 
Bloodhounds of Broadway, uh, Wind, Lovers Not, uh, Red Meat. What the hell is that? Red Meat uh, was at the Slam Dance Festival in Utah. Ah. And it's a really good movie. Actually, I think you'd love it. All right, is it out on video? Um, no, they've actually just got European distribution, and maybe we'll get to see it somewhere, hopefully in a theater, but maybe in video. All right. Uh, it's really video. great. I think All right, well, I'll it. watch it over at your place. All right, Drew, you ready to get to the phones? Yes, sir. All right, so the player's uh, coming out soon. And it's based on the uh, the movie, The Player, which right. was really good. Okay. Jennifer, 13. Hey, um, okay, here's my problem. I was 12 years old when I lost my virginity to my boyfriend. And yes, he's still my boyfriend, and I'm 13 right now. Um, when my mom found out, like a month after it happened, and she kicked me out of the house, and so I'm living with him still. And I just found out that I'm pregnant. Uh. And I don't know what to do because I don't really agree with abortion and if even if I did and I asked my mom for the money she wouldn't be able to give it to me because she doesn't even like talk to me uh, you have a problem with uh, moral issues with the abortion yeah I don't mm -hmm. I don't I don't agree with it mm -hmm. how about adoption well I don't know I don't think I can go through the pregnancy what do you think is best for the child I mean, if, if indeed you're trying to look out for the child's interest, which I commend you for, I, I, I am basically anti-abortion myself. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I just, I'm really scared about going through it since I'm so young, you know? Yeah, you are so young to be in this position. It's just unbelievable. I know. Thirteen. You, you, where are you living now? Santa Barbara. But, no, I'm sorry. How, with whom? Oh, my boyfriend. And how old is he? He's 17. And he lives independently? Yeah. He does. Mm -hmm. What's he do? How does he support himself? Um, he goes to school. Oh, I see. Jeez, I, I got to get in this school. Uh, what are they paying? They pay you by the unit or by the semester? How does he support himself? Oh, he works after school and on the weekends. Really? Mm -hmm. And he's able to have his own place? Yeah, he works at his grandpa's store. And you guys live alone in an apartment? Yeah, his parents support him, though. Okay. <laughs> I thought we were trying to get to that a few hours ago. But anyway, you, you're, how far along are you? I just found out yesterday. In like two weeks. Two weeks on. Okay. Well, I mean, obviously the better thing for you is abortion. But I, I certainly support your decision to do whatever you need to do. Uh, you, you, uh, for the child, adoption would be the best thing. Uh, I, I'd go abortion, actually. Okay, that's fine. I, of course you would. But but uh, if if the child uh, adoption is clearly the best option because you guys are really not capable parents at this point. I mean, you, okay. you know, my, my oh. I, here's here's my. I mean, we're both all sort of overwhelmed by your problem. I mean, I just uh, my heart goes out to you. The deal though is, your parents are the people that need to support you right now. Your family. Well, my dad's not around. Where is he? He's gone. Where is he? I don't know. Do you have any way of getting in touch with him? None whatsoever. Do you think your mom would rally if she knew you were pregnant? I, I, I don't know what her reaction would be. I really don't. I, I generally believe in giving parents a chance to be human beings. Because any, any parent that's not a, a bad person will, will, will support their child in time of need like that. Do you that. think I should talk to her? I, yes. I, I, I'm not going to give you explicit recommendation because I don't know that your mom's not a bad person. Yeah. I mean, she, some, some parents might react by beating their children. Well, for let, let's figure this out. His, until this episode, has she been an all right mom? She's, she never really was around that much. And she's got that dad, you know, look, look at what she chose for a dad. Uh, yes. Is she into drugs? 
No. Booze? No. Uh, does she bring any weird uh, guys home who've uh, tried to put their hands on you? No. Really? Oh, she, uh, um, uh, listen, uh, according to Loveline, she's a model parent at this point. If, if the kid has not been molested and it's in the seventh grade, uh, she deserves some sort of uh, uh, accommodation. Yeah. All right, go talk to your mom. She really should rally. Parents uh, make a lot of idle threats, and they do it uh, oftentimes because they're scared that you're going to get involved with something that's going to hurt you. But when push comes to shove, uh, she's still mommy, and and she, uh, I would like to think that she could co- would come through and in a situation since, like since this. You're you're changing your position too, where you're saying, "Help me." Mm-hmm. You're, you're coming from a place of need and desire to get help, and maybe listen to some direction from her. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, no more sex. And if not, there there is always look. There are referrals. There are places you can go by yourself. Oh, you're not fourteen in, in this state. Uh, you you are going to need your mom's consent to get an abortion, or is it twelve? I'm sorry. It may be twelve. In this oh, state. if it's twelve, that is so sad. I think it's fourteen. Though I think it's four. That you you need to have parental consent below the age of fourteen. So you. Well, I'm going to be fourteen in two weeks. All right, so you're going to be able to do it by yourself. Give a call to Planned Parenthood if if and things don't work out with your mom. Okay, you can discuss with them what your options are. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you. All right. Well, who would have guessed Santa Barbara? By the way, you were a little surprised when she said she was living in Santa Barbara. No. Oh, okay. That's the beauty of Drew. Total honesty. I'm totally. That's rough, isn't it? Oh, I just feel for her so much. What would you think? What do you think she should do? I mean, I don't think that a 13-year-old can raise a child the way a, ch- a child deserves to be raised. Uh, I totally agree. I mean, and uh, Somewhere somewhere, 50% plus of children live births in this country are teenagers. Hmm. If that is not a scary statistic, I don't know what is. So, I mean, it's just, I think the most, I th- I'm pro-choice. Personally, you know, I think nobody wants to have an abortion, and it's not a form of birth control. I mean, it's just kids have got to use protection and be really careful. Otherwise, they have to face this really heartbreaking, you know, situation way too early in life. I mean, it's just... Mm. Um, and listen, uh, to all you idiots out there that are, um, you know... Um, you Bible thumpers that are against uh, abortion, who always uh, work it as, uh, oh, well, uh, it's, it's used as a form of birth control. It is. Uh, well, okay, well, well, some, well, so be some it. Some people are, are very casual about it and don't realize it, how serious uh, they it They cer- They certainly are, but, he, you know, I mean, listen, uh, really think about it. Uh, if, if, it's, if there's one uh, fetus, uh, three-week-old uh, zygote or fetus that's aborted and or, or the same woman has ten, three-week-old zygotes aborted. You know what I mean? It's still her vagina. It's still her womb. It's uh, her her drunken boyfriend's sperm. And uh, who? I, I don't really. I, this whole uh, they're using it is is birth control. It's total BS. I, I if agree. you can do it once, you can yeah, do it a hundred times. I, I, it's their moral dilemma. All right, I, I agree. Those are screw not. you, people, with the birth well, control. Right, that's not the big argument against abortion. So come on, let's go on. Okay, Jason. Oh, first I'd like to say um. You rule, Adam. Oh, really? Yeah. Ever since... Oh, sorry. I'm in the bathroom, and the phone's real messed up in here. Yeah. I wonder how that happened. Oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> Ever since you got on the show... Uh, know, hold on. Who'd you yell for? My dad. He's calling for me. Okay. What's his name? What are you doing in the bathroom? Um, I'm hiding. You're hiding? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. you better get it out before he finds you. Yeah. What's your question? Um... Uh, I masturbate uh, sometimes, and um, my my dad said masturbation causes pimples. Is that true? Causes pimples? Yeah. No. 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 Neither does chocolate. No. 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 
No. Does your dad have pimples? No. Did he have pimples? I'm no. I'm not sure. He doesn't have any pictures of himself when he's little. He had pimples. Yeah. Listen, Jason. There's, it, there's a cultural thing about that, by the way. Some cultures tell their kids that. Uh, it it uh, actually uh, is an acne uh, acne medication. It really is. It, it alleviates stress, and stress is the biggest cause of pimples. Yeah. You should see so Adam's skin. It. He has got the best complexion. I, I, I look seen. like a China doll. He never had a zit, ever. <laughs> no, uh, I felt one coming on yeah. once in the ninth grade. You I quickly right, ran to the bathroom, the peeled one off. It, it, it shrunk like uh, air coming out of a balloon. It was awesome. Yeah, thanks for that endorsement. You don't mind a, a man who um, uh, who has a proper um, prostate hygiene, do you? God, no. Yeah, that's all right with you. Absolutely. It takes the pressure off of you sexually. I don't think of it that way. But oh, I'm just saying. I'm it the kind of guy. keeps performance is what she's thinking. Of. Come on, I'll give, give Oh, give yeah, it a well, spin. not only that, but I'm the kind of guy where if you say, uh, listen, I'm not in the, mommy's not in the mood tonight. Uh, <laughs> take it into the bathroom. <laughs> if I ever call myself mommy to a guy, just shoot me. <laughs> <laughs> Jen, 16. Hey, guys. How are you tonight? Good. Um, Adam, I have to go with you on that birthday pie idea. That oh, yeah. Great. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you, when I'm in power, that is the first thing I'm going to do is eliminate uh, cake from weddings and birthdays. It will it will be birthday pie. And l- let me just say this, Jen. How many times has this happened? Uh, Drew, we've talked about this before. It happens every time. There's a party. There's always one poor chick who gets uh, on cake detail. It's not the one who bought the cake, but it's, uh, it's someone in, who's sort of setting up with the party, involved with the party. Her job, and it's a thankless, humiliating job, is to cut the cake into like 300 little squares, put them on those miniature little uh, plastic plates, and walk around from guest to guest. Now, the guests are smoking. They're drinking coffee. they got a drink. They're sitting around the house. And here's how it goes. Um, would you like some cake? Uh, uh, no, thanks. No, um, Come on, have some cake. Uh, uh, we ate uh, before we uh, came. Please, take the goddamn cake. Take it. And then when you clean up the party, you find the same cake. There's a little frosting missing where the person gave it a try, and then a cigarette put out in the middle of it. This is what you find. When I had, have a birthday party, I order pies. They're demolished. Demolished. They eat every single one of them. What's going on with the pup? Uh, Jennifer got herself a dog. What kind of dog is that? She's a peekaboo. Huh? That's She's a porn a... name. That's not a dog. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? She's a Pekingese mix. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, boy. We're living in our car, so I had to bring her. What happened? Why are you in the car? Moved to New York a couple months ago. Oh, really? Sold my house out here. Mm. Got a gig here. Mm. No, uh, no place to stay. Right. Oh, really? You're slow, I man. got like a Murphy bed. That's actually right on top of my bed, but so technically you're on a separate bed, but so we like can a bunk still. Bed. It's a bunk, but it's only four and a half inches uh, apart from the one below it. Uh, I was going to go six, but that was a little out of my range. Uh, Jen? Yeah. Uh, we got to go to commercial. Okay. I don't know what your question was, but we'll get back to you, I, I promise. You shouldn't have gotten me going on the whole pie thing. Sorry. All right, but we're going to eat some pie now. And put the pie in the microwave. Can you do that? No, not you, Jen. Uh, producer Ann? And uh, you yeah, pe- you, all you peripheral people, you... Uh, peripheral? You, Is that what you said? You peripheral <laughs> people, you, you hangers-on, you, you scabs, you're not getting any of this pie, by the way. I see there's a huge congregation in the next room. A lot of uh, people all of a sudden interested in the show. No way. All right. 
All right, put it in the microwave, Ann. Uh, Jen? Yeah. Uh, we got to go to break. Uh, Jennifer's going to explain uh, to me how to pronounce a peripheral, and we'll be back. All of my most sensitive areas were inflamed. Really? Loveline will be right back to deal with inflamed sensitive areas. stage without any guitars or keyboards drums or a microphone and being expected to roar tough right it's the same with our teachers who are using their own money so students can learn donorschoose.org is a charity that helps teachers get what they need for students to succeed that's why staples is donating one million dollars to the cause join katie perry and donate at staples.com slash make roar happen Hey, this is Greg Fitzsimmons, host of Fitz Dog Radio, right here on Podcast One. Join me, track my rage against middle age, the exploration of what's behind the scenes in Hollywood with guests like John Hamm, Zach Galifianakis, Jimmy Kimmel, Corolla, Hardwick, Rogan, Sarah Silverman, all the big guns. We talk personally in a funny way. Come check it out. Fitz Dog Radio on Podcast One. Uh, all right, Drew. Uh, we didn't get it all out during the commercial. No, I didn't. All right, uh, Loveline is the name of the show. One eight hundred L O V E one nine one. Fax number three one zero eight five four forty four fifty five. I'm Adam Carroll. That is Doctor Drew, and she is uh, Jennifer Lovesick Gray. Uh, you know her from movies like uh, Red Dawn, which uh, I'm embarrassed to say I enjoyed quite a bit. Uh, Cotton Club, American Flyers, a uh, 10-speed movie. Uh, oh Fer- Ferris Bueller's uh, Day Off. Ah, Dirty oh. Dancing, of course, uh, Wind, and uh, has, uh. A, has a new uh, TV series coming out called uh, The Player, which is uh, based on the Altman film that was just uh, incredible. Does it, does it look like I got the smallest piece here, or is that just me? Is that me, Drew? You have some of mine. I can? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, mm. Oh, it's very good. Is that good? Is it mm. hot? It's, yeah. it's just warm enough. Okay, because we got the Alamode thing going with the uh, Apple Bite. Now, tell me this does not kick the ass of uh, of some bad store-bought cake. Yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah, you know. Any day of the week. Bad store-bought pie beats the cake any y- day. You know what I figured out the whole thing is? It's cake can handle candles. A pie can't oh. handle, can't accommodate candles. Can't you, handle you, candles. You cannot handle the candle. You, you, it, the crust uh, does not work well for the candle. It cake, doesn't support Cake has like Adam. A, how much time we're gonna like? Yeah, can I make an observation? <laughs> use tonight. <laughs> not only talking not, about cake and pie. No, that it's r- clear that he has wasted all too much of his life thinking about this topic. It is really something I'd like to do, and uh, you guys will not be on the pie council uh, once I'm in con- uh, once I'm <laughs> oh, in, in power. I know, right, Anne? You worked your ass right off the pie. Hey, you bought that pie that you're stuff in your face. I can come get it. All right, all right, all right. It's right. good ice cream, too, I might say. All right, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm moving on. Thank you, Producer Ann. Wonderful job. Jen, 16. Hey, guys. Hey. Um, Jennifer, happy birthday. Thanks. <laughs> no problem. All right, my problem is mm. um, I'm a big partier. I like to go out. I like to drink. I'm 16. Um, I, the thing is I have really strict parents, and a lot of my friends' parents have the attitude of, like, 
teenagers are teenagers. You know, they're going to do stuff like that. But that is, that is called bad parenting, by the way. Not what your parents are doing, what the other parents are doing. But mine are, like, overly, overly strict. I know it feels that way, but, but... I think I'm pretty responsible about it. I mean, I, I know my limits and stuff. Um, Do you drive? No, they won't let me. You don't drive at all? No. You don't, you don't have a license? No. So you never drive drunk? Oh, no. And I would never get into a car with someone driving um, Here, um, do they have a certain religion that uh, is involved there? Well, yeah, they're Shush. Catholic. And are they strict? Yeah. They're pretty zealous uh, people? Pretty much. Um, what do they think? I, are you allowed to have boyfriends? Um, yeah, I guess, but I don't know. They're, they get kind of sketchy when I go out at night with guys. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, here's here's the question. Do you think they're coming from a... Uh, you know, Abusive. I'm doing Viscott here. Uh, my friend, uh, you can't come from a place of caring <laughs> if a place of submission Aww. is a place you went to. I know, Viscott's dead. We almost... Uh, do you think there are uh, they're trying to manipulate you and control you, or are they really looking out for your better interests? It seems like whenever I I don't know whenever you, I go to a party or something. No, hold on, Drew. What happened to that piece of pie you're going to give me? Vanish. Jesus. Christ. Very good. Not mine. No, I don't have that. No, yeah. Go ahead. But <laughs> you got you, you know Adam's asking the viable question is 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 are they responding to their own needs, or are they looking after yours? Um. Yeah, they're probably looking after me. I think so, too. I really do. All right, so I, cut them a little God, slack. Someday, the, the, extreme about it. What? They're really extreme about it. Like, some of it's just not even needed. Probably true. Probably true. But I, I'll tell you what, there's a huge problem in our in our world right now where parents are not parenting teenagers. And, and it's 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 for your benefit. It's painful now, and it must be very unpleasant and just yeah. I just un- unpleasant. I mean, you feel it must feel like your youth is being... Fr- Fettered away. And here's the situation. Take it from me, I know. You feel uh, repressed. Uh, you, you, you feel the chastised. Uh, you feel like there's a grave injustice uh, when it comes to you and your, your activities. But later on, when you get older and you become a parent, you will uh, resent the hell out of them anyway. All right, Jen? <laughs> okay. now, it, it, this is a good thing what your parents are doing. Just try, try to try to tolerate these years. Yes, and if our first uh, 13-year-old pregnant uh, caller of the night had had uh, this type of parenting, yeah. uh, she would not be looking in for the, to the uh, abortion today. But uh, my word of caution to folks, do not overdo it. There is the Adam Carolla uh, can of toffee theory, which is um, you can press that uh, spring down so far before it just shoots out. And when it does, uh, I predict if they push her too far, she goes uh, right into prostitution, uh, becomes a crack addict, and uh, uses sex to support her, her crack. This is what's hard about parenting. Right. How, you, do you, how do you find out where that line is? have to have the limits. What are you doing, Drew? Okay. Pat, 41. Hi. Hey. Yeah, 41 today. Um, and by the oh, way... Oh, Really? Yeah. All right. I, I lift my pie arm to you. Thank you. Well, Happy actually, birthday. we do have pie for birthdays, not disgusting cake. <laughs> Good. You're it's on the movement. You're now on the pie council. You've taken producer Ann's place. Thank you. Thank you. I'm I'm calling because I've been listening to your show. I listen to it frequently. You guys give really good advice. Um, from however. Huh. However. However, no, no, no. I'm just going to add yeah. to the to the good advice. Excuse, Mr. Instinct, over there. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. There's usually um, a butt in there. I want to comment about the that gal who's 13. Um, just from maybe a parental point of view, I, I feel like she has some options, even though the conversation kind of made it sound like she didn't. 
Um, I'm thinking maybe she could find someone in her family who could tell her mom this for her and give her mom a chance to blow up in front of that other person so that this 13-year-old girl maybe doesn't have to experience the blow-up part and then the mom can kind of deal with the daughter after she's had the rant and rave or whatever she's going to go through. The martyr approach. This is good. No, no, not no, the, the bu- martyr The approach. buffer approach. No, if, if she feels It's good. Mom, it's no, I think it's, that's great advice. That is real pragmatic. I agree with that. It's, it's good parenting advice. And um, my daughter will be 18 in May. My son will be 13 in June. And, you know, I think if, you know, when they've had hard things to tell me, I'm just a person and I'm going to have a reaction and that might that's hard I think for a 13 year old to understand but but it's really important that she talks to mom because I don't think her 17 year old boyfriend or the grandpa no. nobody is going to be helping this kid right. do, your, do your kids come to you yep have they told they talk to me about wet dreams really yep okay yeah. that's a little sick huh <laughs> there is a limit well no, uh, excuse me, Mom. I'm stepping in the bathroom to masturbate. Uh, I'll be out in just a moment. Thank you. Well, the, the bad thing I'll is... I'll be using the good towels. The, the bad thing is, is maybe it was a little embarrassing for both of us, but the good thing is, is, you know, I feel if he could talk to me about this, then then there's big things coming where maybe he would feel he could talk to me also. And how old is this boy? Uh, Twelve and a half. Twelve and a half. And uh, when you sit down on the uh, foot of his bed, does the sheet actually crack and then just start rippling like thin ice? Well, I guess that can be a bad sign. Look. Okay. I don't look. I think it's great. All right, Pat. Yes, it's great. You're doing a wonderful job. Thanks. I think so. And I'm really, really glad that for people who don't feel like they can tell their parents that there's a, a fortunately and unfortunately a radio talk show. You know where they can call up and say this stuff to you guys, and that you have sensible advice. Uh, thanks, Pat. Are you're not on the verge of crying, are you? No. Oh, okay. I'm actually laying on my back doing sit-ups, and this is my voice, so I sound like this anyway. Okay. <laughs> um, go ahead and take a break while you're on the radio. Sure. Okay. Thanks. All right, Pat. Bye. All right. Older woman uh, keeping herself in shape. While she's talking, I'm on the guessing radio. a you know. divorcee, Pat. No, she hung I, you know, yeah. though, I, I happen to be thinking about some some parents I've dealt with in clinical practice recently, though. And Pat reminds you a little bit, and, and I and I and I we don't, I don't know this about Pat, but, but obviously she's she's able to communicate well with her kids. But there is a little bit of misconception that you should be warm and fuzzy with your kids when they're that age. They should we're just going to talk these things out and everything's going to be okay. We're going to rationalize. That'd be your best buddy. It, it, it is still the polar bear theory when you're dealing with fifteen year olds. It, uh, it's a behavior issue. What does polar bear refer to? Uh, one yeah. of my another bizarre things, which is, um, uh, <clears throat> oh, for Christ's sake, Drew, you got to get me started. Um, polar bears are big fans of pie. <laughs> no. Uh, people like to treat, uh, as a society, we like to treat everyone as individuals. And we've learned from doing this show uh, that people react the same uh, given the same stimuli. Meaning, uh, when you're when when some five year old has been physically abused, uh, they gr- go on to abuse. Right. Uh, if it's a female, she gets an abusive relationship where she's being abused, and if it's a male, he becomes uh, involved in a relationship where he's the abuser. Right. Uh, it's not well. That's what just does it have that to do one. With polar bears. Uh, 
when you want to figure out uh, how polar bears act, uh, let's study the polar bear. Let's figure out, uh, they keep wandering into a gnome, uh, Ala- uh, where's the polar yeah, bears? Gnome, yeah. Alaska. All right, and they're, they're, they're rummaging through people's trash, and uh, they killed an infant. Uh, we want to figure out what makes these polar bears tick. Uh, do we have to poll every goddamn polar bear? No, we get like 10 of them. Right. We get 10 polar bears because they're polar bears, and we work out a do little what polar thing. Bears do. And they do what polar bears do, and then we go, okay, now we know. We're satisfied, and no one ever questions that. Everyone goes, now we know how polar bears act. Uh, Let's make, uh, let's work it accordingly. If if they're attracted to trash, we'll put the cans up on a six-foot riser, and that'll take care of the problem. Or or if they need an electrified trash can. But you're smart. Or or if they need an electrified trash can to understand not to do that anymore. You worry about the behavior, not about the rationalizations about the behavior. At that age, and adults, you you can abstract. Right. Teenagers. It, it, it's polar bears and electrified fence. Right. Okay. Now I'm confused about my own analogy. Uh, Jennifer, are you eating that pie or can I finish that during the yeah, commercial? Yeah, it's all yours. It is? Yeah. And I want you to know I'm going to use your fork. Uh-oh. Is that cool? Okay. Because that's kind of a thing. You know, that's like a first step thing. Okay. Uh, Jennifer Gray's here. Uh, she's just nibbling her pie. She's so coy. And uh, Drew, sell the hell out of the next call, please. It's always a surprise to Drew when he's on the radio. He's been doing the show for 14 years. They say, uh, Drew, talk to the mic. And he goes, hold on. Uh, um, uh, Where are we? Uh, Drew, you're not where you're doing the show tonight. Here's Michelle wants to know why one nipple is bigger than the other. Oh, I love that question. Meanwhile, as the faceless evil closes in on the hapless sleeping populace across town in a shanty one-bedroom, an old woman feeds her parakeet. Come on, Chirpy, have some cheese. You love cheese. Since when are you afraid of cheese? Love Line will be right back. Now, if you're taking all your business calls yourself, it is tough to look professional. It's tough to get anything done then. eVoice can help you by managing all your calls. It provides you with a better way to connect with your clients. A toll-free number, professional voice greeting, a dial-by-name directory, eVoice transforms any phone into a business phone. When customers call, they're automatically sent to wherever you are. You could be at home, in the office, sitting poolside even, but you'll always sound like a Fortune 500 company. And you get this all for under $13 a month. Right now, for a limited time, try eVoice for free for 60 days. I don't know how we're able to do that, but there you go, for free. 60 days just for my listeners. Go to eVoice.com, enter promo code ACE, A-C-E. Do not put this off. Get to the computer. Set up your eVoice 60-day extended free trial now. eVoice.com, promo code ACE. That is eVoice.com, promo code ACE. When I was 14, I tried to be straight, or I thought I should be straight, and I was confused. You know, faggot better run. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, Mike. Yeah, that's your name. Uh, when we have, wait a minute, what happened to John Waters? Uh-oh. And? He canceled? What's up with that? By the way, I will not be here next week. Too late. It's too late at yeah. night. Mm-hmm. Faggot Seriously. better run. <laughs> okay, hold on, True. Before you start in on Waters uh, and well, the alternative lifestyle. This weekend anyway. Uh, that's reasons, right. Uh, we'll so. see him what tomorrow. Saturday. Saturday. All right. Um, too late. 
Hey, don't worry. Listen, I'll put the screws to that guy when I see him uh, uh, tomorrow over the weekend. Yeah. It's too late. Uh, this is a guy who makes uh, movies about uh, the oral fecal route, basically. Right. Uh, Female and, uh, trouble. Yeah, but he's in bed by 8.30. Mm-hmm. God bless him. It's oh, a double oh. message. Uh, okay. Uh, anyway. Uh, Jennifer Gray is here tonight. Uh, I want to thank uh, Dick's Market. Uh <laughs> Who sent us a whole big breakdown on douche prices last night and is now offended that we didn't get their uh, plug in, although it was not written on there. They were from Bountiful, Utah. Bountiful. You know know there's a lot of fat chicks roaming around that place. I will not live in a place called Bountiful, uh, hefty or big ass. (laughs) I'm living in big ass Utah. Really? Wide load Idaho. Wide load (laughs) Idaho. Uh, I'm living in the uh, Hanchiville, uh, Maine. Drew? Uh. All right. Uh, douche prices, we figured out, was about a buck fifty uh, for uh, like four ounces. Yeah. And we couldn't figure out. My first guess was like $135. Drew was saying it's, it's like, uh, you know, we were, we were quoting perfume prices. What I are didn't... they douching with? Crystal? I, I I had no idea. I just figured, uh, you know, I mean, hey, I didn't think it'd be cheaper in Gatorade, for Christ's sake. All right. Anyway, I came up with a ham douche last night. I thought, this is a moneymaker. You know what I mean? Prosciutto douche. <laughs> Jennifer just picked right up on us. A little uh, balsamic vinegar at the top instead of the standard stuff. Oh, boy, what a team we make. You know anything about medicine? Mm-mm. Okay. Why, this close to throwing draw off the show. Oh, I see. Uh, Michelle, seventeen. Howdy. Hey. Um, I guess this is for Doctor Drew. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like a while ago, about about a month ago, I noticed that one nipple is a lot bigger than the other one, and I was like wondering what. Like, is the breast is. larger on that side also? Huh? Is your breast larger on that side? No, it's not. It, it, like they've been the same. Like my breasts have been the same for like a long time, and the nipples just barely 17. start changing. Is there any lactation, any, any any discharge from the nipple? No. Well, which part of the nipple are we speaking of? Like the whole nipple. Uh, like the areola part? Yeah. So it's like more the, the it's, 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 um, Spreading. it's not the candle, it is the plate that the candle's on. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, you know, when I light a candle, I always put on a little plate because I don't have candle holders and I picture that. <laughs> All right. Flame sticking out yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so, which part? It's it's, it's the round the part. Plate. It's the plate. Okay. Yeah, it's the plate. All right. That's fine. No, How? like, one is, like, lighter and one's darker. One, you know, the lighter one's, like, bigger. Like, a whole lot. It's very common for women to have a, a, a fair amount of asymmetry, either between the nipple and or the breast size. That means and or, difference. And or, yeah, there can be a lot of difference. And uh, plastic it, it surgeons... happening. And they used to be the same size. Well, I suspect that the other one's going to probably catch up, in fact. And there probably will always be some asymmetry there, some difference. But uh, I, th- there, this can be part of an evolution of um, breast milk production. I mean, there are s- endocrinologic, glandular problems that can be associated with breast milk production in somebody who is not pregnant thyroid problems, pituitary gland problems, and the nipple can change configuration in that situation. Let me tell you something. There's nothing wrong with asymmetry. It's really like dating two women, right. if you think about it. It's like, uh, hey, on the left side, I got this woman. On the right side, it's, it's her sister. Uh, you're, you're copying two different fields with one woman. It's like cheating, but not. I mean, and, you cover one eye. <laughs> Right. If you dyed the left side of your head red and the right side blonde, it'd really be like dating a, 
uh, sisters. Uh, Michelle, mm-hmm. and, I, and I want you to know that uh, my uh, nutsack, as our uh, oh, listeners call it, is oh, not symmetrical. No. Oh. Adam, you can only sustain this relationship for one hour, can't you? Uh, she's going to find out sooner or later. But I, mean, I, I want, prefer you, that you find out sooner. This, this is a, this See, is the, what did you call it? This is the exact same thing you guys did last time she was on. One hour of love and one hour of dis- disparaging You know what? I think he wants to hatred. sabotage it because he gets so afraid. No, I'm Yeah, not. that must be it. Listen, that must be it. I it's just too don't want any surprises. Wait, what did you call I don't, it? Our listeners call uh, the scrotum the nutsack. And what do you just call it? I called it the nutsack. Uh, so our listeners knew what I was speaking of. Uh, one is a little bit lower. <laughs> dramatically lower, I have to be honest with you. Oh. Drew, that's fairly common, isn't it? Yes, oh. very common. At all times? Adam, move on. Move on. Uh, you're going to really blow it here. Yeah, it is. I think it is. <laughs> I've got way too much of a visual uh, going on right now. I'm just saying I didn't want there to be any Can surprises. Can you just draw it right there? <laughs> all right. Uh, Adam, get, move on. Move on. Let me just draw Michelle, it. thank you for your call, okay? You're fine. Um, I would say, and this is scale. Uh, no, this is not scale. Uh, this is actual size. Uh, I would go like, oh. like that. <laughs> Wait a minute, that's big. All right, uh, all right. Uh, uh, Jennifer, I've, dra- I've just drawn my scrotum too big, so I'm going to have to enlarge my penis as well. Because if I draw my penis at actual size uh, with this huge uh, scrotum, it okay. will dwarf the penis. Okay, I wish. Uh, yeah, I will, Anne. Huh? I never. And this what a funny penis you've got. It's very peculiar. This side oh, sort, of, sort of you know, hangs down oh, a little bit lower. God. Is it deformed like that? Uh, no, it, it, I'd say this side is a little lower than the uh, It's almost the a other valentine. Side. It really is. <laughs> Just let me enjoy my weenie, please. All right. All right. Drew, you know you're, you're sporting oh. the same sack. Please. Drew. No. Say it ain't so. It's not so. Uh, Jennifer, tell me one of those pretty, uh, pretty boy Hollywood types you've been with did not have the asymmetrical nut sack. Never saw that. Really? Never trying to think what position you'd be in where you wouldn't see. Will you go to calls, please? Uh, all right. Uh, Lisa, 24. Hi. Hey. How are you guys? Mm. <laughs> I'm good. Happy birthday, Jennifer. Thank you. Um, calling in because I've had a lot happen in my past, and it's kind of a long story, and I'm having a lot of problems now. And it all starts out with my mom was married once and had a kid, and she was divorced, married my father, and they had three more daughters, so there's four of us all together. Well, my sister was, my youngest sister was born in 78, and at one year, eight months old, my oldest, excuse me, my oldest sister murdered my youngest sister, and also sexually abused me as a child, along with How old was the oldest sister when this all went down? 12 or 13, I can't even remember the exact age. What had happened to her? Um, it's, we don't know what her problem is. She's is I she, just think some people are born that way. Is she? There is such a thing. Is she biologically impaired? Is she? Is she? We think so. She's been. She was disowned by the family. She's been in and out of jail for drugs and prostitution. And uh, what about the murder part? <laughs> what about the well, see, being the, in jail for that? The thing about that is, is when it first happened, we didn't know she killed her. What'd she do? Smother her? Uh, well, we thought that she had choked on her blanket and she threw up and died that way, but. When she finally came home to live with us a couple of years later, because she was in trouble in school and stuff, and she wasn't went into foster homes, she admitted that she had killed her, and she tried to poison her first, but she shoved a blanket down her throat. Uh, all right. So 
your older sister is uh, 12 or 13 when she does this to yeah. this 16-month-old? Uh, 18 months. 18 months. 20 months, one year, eight months. So. Okay, okay. And how old are you at the time? I was <clears throat> see, 79. I was seven years old. Okay. Six, actually, well, yeah, seven when it happened. Uh, and how many years later did you find out uh, that it was murder? Two, two years later. Age nine. You're nine. And now, are you aware of this at age nine? Yeah, I was told about it because she had come home to live with us. With, All right. And two L- weeks later, she was out of the house. What's going on now with you? Um, well, growing up, I mean, I'm not proud to say I slept with a lot of guys because I thought it was the only way I could get love. It probably was. Because when, after everything happened, our family, we we don't really have a family anymore. My parents won't get help, but I am in such severe depression now. Oh, it, I, it's just chilling. And she she sexually abused you? Yes. Starting at age nine? No, this was... Before? Before. Uh, uh, and where is she... Uh, something... Uh, something... Uh, I'm, a, I'm a fan of uh, nature. Uh, sorry, nurture, not nature. Mm-hmm. I subscribe to that. and uh, For the most part. For the most part. Something had to be done to this girl. But it doesn't matter. Okay, no, she's I so don't. she's so she is so uh, I, I gone. Some people are born that way. Some I people are born predisposed, the and, and chemistry in their brains just isn't right. Yeah, th- there are varying degrees of biological predisposition for this sort of thing, but but it clearly mm-hmm. humans, particularly young children, young adolescents, do not do that kind of thing unless they have been horribly abused, and. This and whole story is just chilling. This whole story is just absolutely... I mean, I know my parents, I mean, granted, they, I got spanked when I was growing up. It was just natural back then. I know she got spanked, but I know my parents... It doesn't, spanking doesn't... Uh, no. No, it's not what we're talking about. That. But, I, oh, I know, but it's just nothing really happened to her, except the only thing I can think of is the divorce, you know. Uh, my folks uh, were divorced, and uh, I never killed anyone under five. What are you so. doing about your depression, though, now? What are I you doing? don't know what to do. I've tried to get... My parents don't understand it. I mean, I'll, because of everything happening, I'll... Wait, wait. Now, you forget about your parents. Yeah, um, do not go there for great uh, sensitivity and insight. I, mean, I, I can't, because... I'll no. Don't. No. Me and my sister Look, your parents are a bust. Uh, they really are. Uh, uh, it's sad, but it's true. I think you have to sort of, for your own uh, emotional health and stability, write off your parents at this point. Uh, if you guys patch things up and work things out and they have some sort of epiphany uh, 10 years from now, uh, great. But for now, let's just go under the assumption that they're really screwed up and uh, you're partially screwed up and you don't need to talk to really screwed up people right now. You need go, to talk to sane yeah, people. Yeah, go get some professional help. Don't even talk to anybody. Go get I, it. I, I do. I want to get professional help. I know I need it. I'm a single mother. I have a two-and-a-half-year-old daughter mm. I love with my whole heart. I mean, she's it's, my life. You but, here, he, but, but you, without some emotional healing... You're bound to screw that up. Oh, I know that. I know I need help. I yeah. need. I need to get over. I mean, I've confronted her as my abuser. I know. No, it, no, 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 Lisa. No, it's but, not. No. But I know. I know. I. I know. I need the help. But just uh, go tomorrow. It's. It's the money factor. There's plenty of places. Prioritize. Like a- Adam did it when he had to dig ditches, right? Uh, yes. I made seven bucks an hour and went to a damn therapist. I mean, how do I find these places? I have no idea. I've that's another problem. That's that's even a more delicate, difficult problem. Do you have a family doctor? Uh, yeah, I do. Ask that person for a referral to a therapist, or start with a psychiatrist. 
Because uh, there are clinics and there's group therapy that's well, much less expensive. That's and true. But and, and talk, but talk, get an assessment, see a psychiatrist, get a referral based on what your resources are, and and get going. And, and there's lots of people who have sl- work with sliding scales. Yep. Right. You know? It goes so. anywhere from 85 to 185 an hour. <laughs> uh, but this is L.A. Uh, Lisa, what is your sister's name? Which one? The the killer. <clears throat> Her name is Rhonda. Hmm. Why? I think I dated her. I'm not sure. Uh, I just had a suspicion. All right. Uh, boy, it's a weird night tonight. Yeah, chilling. Yeah, like really some like weird, scary, eerie stuff. It's like a Halloween, yes. All right. Um, I promise when we come back to uh, dedicate the entire hour to pie chat. It's going to be the new name of the show. Pies Hi. and yeah. scrotum. You're read, read pie some, chat. Read some chat. Facts. All right. Read facts. Talk to Jennifer. John. The voices are trying to John. throw me off while they're tr- while I'm trying to concentrate John. on this. Okay, you're safe. Thank you. Love line. I'll be right back. Buying a car can be a stressful experience, but True Car is changing car buying forever. Yes, TrueCar helps car buyers get rid of the fear that they might overpay. Last month, over 45,000 cars were sold by the TrueCar Certified Dealer Network. And TrueCar.com users save an average of $3,046 off MSRP. When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these three steps. Go to TrueCar.com, find out what other people paid for the car you're looking for, then register at TrueCar.com to see the upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. And the third step is simple. Just print out your True Car Savings Certificate and take it to the True Car Certified Dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience. Some features not available in all states. Every day, TrueCar.com users receive negotiation-free, guaranteed savings. Save time, save money, and never overpay. Visit TrueCar.com today. That's TrueCar.com. Ah, Drew's favorite song. This is that that is the Squirrel Nut Zippers, and it's called uh, Hell. And we'll be back in ten seconds. This is Loveline on Radio Station. All right, uh, back with the lovely and talented uh, Jennifer Gray. Um, Wind, Dirty Dancing, uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, American Flyers, Cotton Club. I couldn't believe you must have been 15 when you did that cotton club. Why, I was seven and a half. Oh, sorry. Uh, Red Dawn and uh, Reckless. Isn't that Richard Gere movie? That's Breathless. Oh. Cotton Club, wasn't that like Which what? one was Reckless? Uh, Reckless was with Aiden Quaid? Quinn uh-huh. and Daryl Hannah. It was the first thing I ever did. Uh, what were they? What did they do they in were the movie? High school lovers. Oh. I sort of remember it, but uh, not quite. I could swear Cotton Club was like four years ago. All right. Drew is the guy who hasn't seen The Shining. He's uh, waiting for it to come out on video. <laughs> He's Seriously. got a lot of babies. Drew, have you seen The Shining? No. Okay, thank you. I think it's going to be on It's on like on a cable coming up. 
I guess I have an advertising for it. All right. Uh, here's some uh, email or faxes or whatever it is. Uh, Jennifer, I loved Wynn. Of course, I live on a sailboat, uh, but it was still a great movie. Uh, okay. Gee, thanks. <laughs> Not my favorite of the uh, Jennifer movies, uh, by the way. Thank you. But that's all right. There are many others uh, that I enjoyed. Drew, uh, I wish uh, we could all get conscientious doctors like you. Uh, Producer Ann, wake up! (laughs) Uh, P.S. Could you just tell us why you can't mention the TV show? No, all right. Uh, No, we can't. Can you just mention it? Yeah, we can. Oh, we can't? You can't. Don't. Can't say why? You can't say anything. It's the Scottish play. You can't talk about it, period. Stop. Shut up, Drew. Uh, We're not supposed to talk about the TV show because it conflicts with the radio show in uh, a lot of markets time-wise. And the radio folks uh, get PO'd about us uh, talking about the competition, which is sort of ourselves. It's it's a very bizarre uh, uh, triangle, if you think about it. Uh, All right. uh, Question. What describes the interaction between Adam and the beautiful Jennifer Grey? A, uh, mushy, mushy. Mushy, mushy, <laughs> mushy, mushy. Uh, that would be the answer, I guess. Somebody's uh, testing out their computer. Right, there. that's a very interesting computer. Uh, Adam is my god, and I had a crush on uh, Jennifer Gray since Red Dawn. Please, please, please don't screw this one up. You guys belong together. Sincerely, Paul G. Uh, with a don't name. Don't even try. Uh, yeah. uh, can't even uh, begin to uh, get into. Is <clears throat> Uh, hey, Adam, did you Zachary find Schusenbitz. someone to prune your butt hair for this special occasion? Huh? Oh, come on. By the way, I'm not volunteering. Uh, happy birthday, Jennifer. Gee, thanks. I am um, I'm well endowed um, <gasps> from behind. Uh, Stop it. Don't, Adam. Why? Don't screw this up. Don't screw it up. I'm just saying you love the dog. Uh, perhaps you can learn to love my ass. It's, it's like the dog, but it doesn't crap in the yard. It's done. So, <laughs> there's no going back now. You could have hidden that for a lifetime if you just had it properly groomed. Uh, really? Yeah. You, you're done. You are done. You must well go home now. Good night, Adam. No, I'm not done. I believe our love, our, our love will, will overcome these obstacles, such as my uh, asymmetrical sack and uh, hairy ass. Uh, and here is a uh, fax of uh, asymmetrical uh, breasts along with the asymmetrical uh, nuts, and it says uh, nipples and nuts, which I think was a Burl Ives song in the uh, <laughs> mid-'60s, wasn't it? Nipples and nuts. Nip- okay, Drew. <laughs> True loves the Burl Ives references. <laughs> Jeff, 35. All right. All righty. Oh, my God. Hey, uh, um, Drew. Yeah. Yeah, um, I got kind of this problem going on, and I don't know how to deal with it. Um, I left home when I was 14 and um, basically smoked pot every day until I was 22. I started growing pot when I was about 18 and um, had... Uh, you know, a high amount of uh, usage from uh, 18 until 22. Okay. I did a lot of um, LSD and smoked a lot of cocaine. Okay. And I gave it all up basically when I was 22. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I'm starting to stress a lot about, you know, cancer and adverse effects that, that, that you know, could be, um, you know, happening now are you in recovery of some type what's this are you in recovery of some type oh no 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 i quit all on my own you don't drink 
I don't drink at all. I, I, I quit drinking. I quit smoking pot. I quit, you know, smoking cocaine. And I quit, um, you know, doing acid and mushrooms. It's and, very unusual to be able to remain abstinent without some kind of recovery process. You well, sort of made it through the... It's not possible. Drew, he just did mushrooms, but, uh, acid, uh, crack. Um, no, I never did. And, uh, I smoked Freebase, but I guess that's oh, the well, same thing. Free that's, that's not addictive. And how, uh, long, how long have you been off it? Since 1984. That's remarkable, and uh, and certainly you've been through the most difficult uh, times biologically of staying off, but part of the reason you're preoccupying right now is that you haven't replaced... Um, have you been in any kind of therapy or anything? No, no. Yeah, you haven't replaced the drugs with anything. Well, I've yeah. replaced them with work. I'm, I'm, Which I'm, is not I'm, a good... That's not a healthy thing emotionally to do. Eventually, this will catch up with you. Just, just file that away somewhere. You need to change sort of how you cope and your emotional strategies to prevent you from going back to this. Through this. Thir- 13 years. Yeah, so I can't, a, can't improve enough? on that. No, no. I, I, you can't, I could not but have also, done I mean, better. What's the quality of your life like? I mean, well, now well, he's I'm, I'm fairly successful. Um, you know, I make good money. But, uh, I mean, are you comfortable? Are you happy? Emotionally, yeah. are you comfortable? Well. I mean, do you, do you get obsessed with using again? And no, no, I don't even think about using. I've had people smoking freebase around me. So what's the it, problem? Well, the problem is obsessing about his health. Yeah, I'm, he, I'm starting he, to think, you know, called, Bob Marley died with cancer all over his body. It's called somatizing. When you, when, you, when you don't have other coping strategies available to you, you start worrying about aches and pains in your health. Yeah. Um, which, which I'm telling you is not a healthy emotional place to be. But let's, let's address your question. I thought Bob Marley got killed. No, wow. he died of cancer. Who's the reggae guy that got That's, killed? Uh, Jimmy Cliff. Yeah. Oh. Well, you know this right. Not Jimmy Cliff, the guy he played with. Wait a minute. Uh, Peter Tosh, no? One of them guys. Anyway, that's a reggae guy who got killed in his house. It wasn't Bob Marley. He died of cancer. Anyway. Anyway, uh, here here is, given the little, uh, the the menu. Peter Tosh? It was? Okay. All right, given the the menu of of, uh, experiences you had, Mm. here's what you're likely to be troubled with. One is uh, chronic bronchitis. Oh yeah, I've uh, always got sinusitis, right, and bronchitis. Right. Uh, the there is concern about lung cancer from marijuana, but it doesn't seem to be a likely probability. No, but so, how much damage should the guy do? He quit when he was, uh, you know, uh, twenty-one. You, you can do, certainly do the brain damage, and there certainly there undoubtedly uh, can be damage to the mood centers of the brain. And so you're likely to have depressions on that basis. And, and I kind of have like an antisocial kind of. Yeah, uh, that that I that may have been before. You know, that may be something you were dealing with when you were before you started using drugs. Why you wanted to? Right. Well, when I was younger, I used to go to concerts like every week. I was always at concerts. Now, if I go to a concert, I like stress out being around all those. Right. People. Well, you're isolating uh, now. Uh, that's a good thing, Jeff. You're, you're also impulse, isolating, try, trying to, you know, white knuckling as a way of coping with uh, addictive potential is not not a particularly healthy way to deal with it. But I mean, again, you've done 13 years, you're okay, you're you know you're functioning well. I'm not sure that I could actually improve upon that, but there is, there is improvement to be had if you wish to do it. And individual therapies and 12 step work, these kinds of things would really at this stage probably individual therapy would do a lot for you. Just recognize that you're somatizing, you're obsessing about your health because of lack of effective emotional coping strategies, that your likelihood of getting life-threatening illness from what you've done to yourself, pretty low. Pretty low. Tobacco yeah, would be to, yeah. That. Tobacco would be much worse for you if you've been smoking cigarettes all that time. Okay. The, whatever brain injury you suffer from the heavy hallucinogens right. is over. All right, Jeff, please. Uh, Jennifer, uh, I'm looking over at the uh, 
40-pound sack of kibble you drug into the studio, as well as the canned food. Uh, how much? Uh, the dog weighs uh, 3 pounds, 6 ounces. Uh, how much food could that dog possibly eat in the two hours you're going to be here? And why isn't it eating any now? Well, she ate what she needed to eat, which was down there. Uh-huh. And that is to last us through Sunday. And are you really living in your car? <laughs> yes. I've got everything that I own. It's not in storage in my car right now. But where are you shacking up? I have a place to stay. She's okay. very... Listen. She's with another guy. No, no. She's two-timing me. No. She's, she wisely considers you a potential stalker. <laughs> Listen, she's not going to tell uh, you, you where you, she you is. You can't stalk a guy when you're living with him, uh, or you can't stalk your victim. Uh, there's, uh, you know, if you're sleeping on the sofa, that I can't stalk you. On her in your house? Yes. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I no. get up and go in the kitchen. Uh, I'm stalking, but then I'm back into the bedroom again. <laughs> I'm just saying, uh, I got a Murphy bed. You know. Yeah. And I'm a perfect gentleman. It's four inches away, right? Okay. Yeah. Now, if something happens, something happens, but I'm not going to force the issue. You know, not unless you give me that. You know. You know, not Signal. unless I pick it up, yeah, you know, from a posture standpoint. I know when a woman wants it. So believe me, I see Ann and Cherry sitting over there all night long. <laughs> all right, yeah. hell are you talking about? It's not that posture, by the way. It's a different one. Hey, Thursday night's dress-up night. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, and you're very dressed up. Thank you. Robin, and uh, absolutely no scent. Uh, no deodorant, no aqua velva, oh, uh, none of the expensive generic aftershave I usually use. What, did you review the tape last time Jennifer was on to check all of her <clears throat> preferences? I listened very carefully when she called in last night, ah, and she has right. this weird uh, scent phobia. Right. Uh, she's... Uh, She's a ro- a, a rophobe, a romophobic or something. She <laughs> she doesn't like scent. I, I don't know what's up with you that you don't like scent. I don't scent. like cologne. She likes pheromones. You don't like cologne. I don't like cologne. Uh, you don't like talc. I don't like what about talc. deodorant? What about that smell? As long as it's a very light scented deodorant. Very mild. Yeah. And what about if someone breaks wind? Uh, is that a deal breaker? You know why does it always have to be testicular in nature? <laughs> Why does it have to become about the testes? I like to dwell the sack, in the nether regions. The hair. I'm, uh, and, and believe me, <laughs> and the, now we're here. Again. The hair acts as a bit of like <laughs> a carbon filter. It's a wind. scrubber. Oh. Uh, so please, oh. thank be thankful for the hair. Robin. Yes. Do I know uh, the way to a woman's heart or not? Oh, you're there. <laughs> <laughs> You're absolutely am I, there. Am I right, Robin? Then I will. All right. <laughs> I'll have you. I'll have both of you, and you guys can battle it out in your panties. Let's <laughs> see who wins my love. I'd rather not battle it out in Jennifer's panties, but that's just me. Uh, Robin? Yes. Okay. Right. Uh, should we start gambling on Robin? There is that kind of... <laughs> there is a certain sickness. Here? <laughs> hey, wait a I'm minute. curious, and you haven't even heard my question. All right. Wait, let's hear it. Let's okay. hear it. Two weeks ago, I got my belly button pierced. And now my belly button's all red and sore, and so I went back to the piercing place to get it checked out. They told me I have a staph infection, and they told me to use liquid Lysol to clean it for the oh next week. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, well, it continues. I decided that I didn't quite trust that, and I jumped online, which I'm sure is a completely trustworthy place to get medical advice. Yeah. And I went to a piercing room on America Online, and they told me not to use it. Yeah. But then I got conflicting advice from absolutely everybody. So I'm what looking, was the, what was what were the kinds of advice? Um, everything from straight antibacterial soap to using peroxide and betadine and and um, neosporin and all of that. All so right. well, the only the only topical agent, meaning something you can put on your skin that actually is a primary therapy for an infection like staph, would be something would be a cream called an ointment called Bactroban. 
Bactroban? Yeah. Where would I get something like that? A doctor. That? Okay. Now, the problem is, I don't know how the hell you distinguish between a staph infection and just a, a rejection of the piercing. See, they just looked at it for all of one second. Yeah, I mean, oh, staph infection. Yeah, I mean, if, it has to be cultured. To be, I mean, it could be any, look, it could be strep, staph, it could be a million other bacteria, too. I mean, how the hell they know it's a staph infection is bizarre. I don't know. But they told me to use liquid Lysol, so I'm Well, yeah, that, they're probably just going, uh, whatever the most uh, common infection is, is what they're going with. Mm-hmm. I mean, when people come in. hydrogen peroxide and little neosporin? Uh, that that's that is a rational. No money way. in it for Drew's there's, colleagues. There's a rational way of doing it, but uh, yeah, I need I need the cheap advice. Let, let me tell you what's wrong with hydrogen peroxide in, in Drew's mind. Uh, Drew sees uh, buck forty nine at the Savon and uh, says uh, this is this won't do. Actually, uh, what what, what the, eighty six fifty from a uh, fat bald guy behind a counter in a two week waiting period is what Drew. Had, I I, had have, in mind. I have two problems with the neosporin. Neosporin has neomycin in it, which is the most common allergic-inducing uh, antibiotic that there is. People frequently get allergic reactions to the neomycin, and there's not any good staph agent in, neo- mm. in neosporin. Um, what about uh, bacitracin? Same, same thing, basically, it, then, with no neomycin. So they'd be better in terms of the allergic standpoint, but still not anything great for staph. But be as it may, I mean... polysporin? Polysporin is, is neosporin without the neomycin, which would be better than the neomycin, <laughs> right. but 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 not good enough for staph necessarily. Are you a hypochondriac? You're a hypochondriac. You asked me right? this last time, yeah. I know you know you know more about medicine uh, than Marcus Welby. What's going on? I just you I, know, I just want to suss I that like, out. I like to treat what ails me. <laughs> yeah, but you you know wait you're like a pharmacist. Uh, well, you I, know what I mean? I've got a whole bag in my, in my car right now. Really? Devoted to this. We, on a commercial break, we ought to just uh, parouse with uh, the kind of medication. Yet I can't talk up. Uh, that's offensive to you? The talc is offensive when Do you, you have a... problem a, with neomycin? No, but you have a pharmacy in your back seat. I, I would think you would welcome a foreign substance on a man's genitalia. No. Okay. Um, Robin, here's my thing. But uh, sexually, are you real clean? Uh, you know what I mean? I mean, you're really weird with germs and stuff. F- we're, you know five I mean? minutes, we're five minutes into this call, okay? <laughs> uh, okay. Robin, yes. <laughs> let, let me, let me Thank summarize. You. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, take out the piercing because in all probabilities, this is a rejection. The navel is actually one of the most common places to be rejected. And okay. if that red patch is sort of spreading across your abdomen a little bit, it's, it's usually a rejection. Really? Yeah, okay. that's usually the case. Now, if you want to make it, that, and that's why I was recommending something strong like Bactroban. If you want to make a try at, at bonafide therapy, you got to go all the way, try it. If it doesn't work, the piercing's gone. Rejection is protection. Yeah. Wow. Did you just make that up? <laughs> I like a woman who can think on her ass uh, with a dog in her lap. <laughs> that is wonderful. She's like a she's like a white Nipsey Russell over here with that kind of that kind of scatting. Uh, Mike, 12. <laughs> Remember Nipsey? <laughs> Nipsey would, like, scat all his answers when Irregular he was on... Uh, Nipsey. <laughs> yeah, when Nipsey was on uh, the match game or whatever, he, he would scat all his answers in <laughs> rhyme everything. It was great. M- Mike? Yeah. Um, oh, you're 12? Yeah. All righty. And uh, my girlfriend's 13, and she's really pushing me into doing it, but I don't really want to. It's like, we can, I can get almost ready to do it, and then I said, nah, I don't want to. And she's like saying, oh, come on, you chicken, you can do it. And I don't know what I should do. Uh, I swear I'm having total deja vu. When when we had Jennifer on last, did yes, we not yes. have a call that was Almost real similar identical. to this? I don't remember. I remember it. 
Do you remember? It's almost verbatim the same call. Yeah, it's a really uh, bizarre. It's it's it's, oh, it's the exact same situation except for the uh, red ruffled shirt I'm wearing. I, I believe I was dressed down and a little. And the dog. And the dog. Uh, so, Mike. Yeah. How long have you been going out with this uh, little minx? Um, for about a year. A year. And yeah, about a year. Uh huh. And how far have you gone uh, physically so far? On um, you know, I've like kissed her and I've boobs and stuff like that. Uh-huh. What are the... Uh, do you know... Do you, do you still use the bases thing? You know, first base, second base? Um, I've probably got to about third base. Okay. Uh, I'm just trying to figure the bases out. First uh, first base... You tell me, Mike, because I don't know anymore. Is uh, first base kissing? Yeah. Like heavy petting? Uh, any petting or just like tongue kissing? Tongue kissing and... That's first base? Yeah. And then I'm drawing a diamond here. Uh, second base is uh, what? <laughs> feeling feeling the breasts? Um, yeah, I guess so. All right. That'd be second. Third would be, like, maybe feeling the crotch? Yeah. And maybe some, like, oral sex? Um, not quite that far yet. Not quite on third base? I haven't. Yeah, but that's third base? Yeah. Okay, then home run is, is, is fornication? Yeah. And then um, when you head into the dugout, is that butt love or...? Oh. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Sorry, Mike. You didn't need to hear that. All right, Mike. Listen. Yeah. Uh, you you sound like a pretty sensible lad. Yeah, I guess so. I can be. But you're can not. I, in, can I just say something? What? First of all, you should never have sex unless you're completely comfortable with it. I mean, ever. And if she if she loves you and you guys you know love each other and you're you know you care about each other and you're good friends, there's absolutely no way that. Uh, you should let her pressure you. You should just say, "Listen, I'll, you know, I just don't feel comfortable," and really believe that your that your instincts are taking care of yourself. It's really, really important that you don't be do it because you feel pressured. Ever, ever, and, and, no and, matter and, no matter how old you are. And, you know, I, I, it'll take God will take care of this because you'll not be able to function uh, with this. Uh, her yelling Mach Schnell in the background and cracking a whip. Uh, your instincts are very good. It's, it's not that you're chicken. It's just that it's not the right thing to do. Oh, I know. It's not good for you. It's not good for it's her. It's too soon. You're, it's not you're really good, too young. Not good for the relationship. And uh, you 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 know what you're doing. Uh, and it's no, you know, coincidentally, she's 13, Mike. Uh, we started the show with a 13-year-old who was pregnant. Yeah. All right. Oh, it's, it's a tragedy. Yes. So please uh, take it slow and only do what you're comfortable with. All right? I saw my cousin lost his virginity at 13 years old, and like all the time I see him, his girlfriend's over, and they're you know like no. they always go out. Just don't compare yourself to anyone. Compare no. and despair, Mike. <laughs> it's Nipsey. <laughs> oh, I tell you, she's Nipsey. At, at 12 <laughs> years old, uh, uh, he's turning down sex at 12. At 12, uh, my goal was to become the uh, six banana split. Uh, I, <laughs> I had uh, the sex was not even in the equation. There was nothing to turn down at at twelve. You know what I'm saying, Drew? Oh my God! What a society! It's come undone. All right, um, we'll be back. I don't think they're aware of how much they suck. Hey, that's not very nice. You kiss my mother with that mouth. I mean, your mother. Love line. I'll be right back. Ah, Prosper. 
Prosper.com. Speaking of money. Yeah. Let's say you needed that thirty-five grand. Let's say you owed it to the tax man like Bull Brian did. It blew the money right away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's say, what would you do if I could get you that thirty-five grand in 72 hours, start a business, pay off the man, a little home improvement? Prosper.com. Peer-to-peer lending. Connect borrowers uh, like you. With investors, no outrageous fees, no raising interest rates. Uh, never set foot in a bank. Just go to Prosper.com slash Adam. Check your rate instantly without affecting your credit score. So go to Prosper.com slash Adam. Check your rate. Find out. Hey, it's not going to cost you anything. It's not going to affect your credit score. For a uh, limited time, by the way, they're offering uh, my listeners a $50 Visa prepaid gift card when you get a loan. So go to Prosper.com slash Adam Dawson. Other restrictions apply. See site for details. Gift card is issued by Center State Bank of Florida, pursuant to license from Visa USA Incorporated. All personal loans are made by WebBank, a Utah chartered industrial bank member, FDIC, equal housing lender. All right. Here with the lovely and talented Jennifer Gray, who uh, she has a movie called, uh, actually a series called The Player coming out. Well, actually, it's a pilot, so yeah. it'll hopefully go to series. Right. When does that come out? When does that thing air? We, we still... I guess the fall, like the new season. Oh, really? Well, they're, they're not going to air the pilot unless the season goes, unless like, the series goes. They have to uh-huh. pick it up. They have to decide if they want You will not see the pilot unless... I don't know all this. Everything. Well, we can all watch Adam Carolla tomorrow on uh, CBS. Uh, you can watch me on CBS uh, May 2nd. I thought it was this week. What are you doing? No, I didn't say it was this week. Oh, somehow I thought it was this week. Why, Why did I completely screwed that up? All right, sorry. That doesn't matter. What are you doing? Uh, I did a uh, pilot that did get uh, <coughs> picked up. Is that uh, true? Uh, it wasn't a pilot. It was a special. One of these... Uh, it was with John Ritter and uh, Leanza Cornett, who was uh, Miss uh, Nude Nebraska, nineteen forty-six. <laughs> uh, no, she was uh, you know, Miss America. Miss, you know, she'll get pissed if he hears me. Uh, Miss, uh, Miss, you know, super Miss Mondo. Miss Big. Miss Big. Uh, Miss USA or Miss Universe or the big one. Tits Ahoy. Yeah, I think you can say that. <laughs> so uh, we did this thing in Florida, and it's like. Uh, uh, if you're old enough, you remember uh, That's Incredible or Ordinary, or, or not Ordinary People, but uh, Real People, That's Incredible. All these big mega shows they used to do in the 70s where they had a whole bunch of people, Byron Allen and Fran Tarkington and Skip Stevens and uh, all these people. Uh, John, uh, what's John's? Uh, your guy? Uh, John Davidson. Oh, yeah. You're totally worthless, Drew. Uh, here's what Drew is good for. Sometimes if I stare at his blank face long enough, the answer will come to me. Uh, but other than that, he's totally useless. But he does somehow, he's some sort of catalyst for me. If I stare at him, i got to get a picture of you, you with that dumb expression. So when you're gone, I can stare at it and come up with answers. Uh, anyway, so it's just like, oh, people doing flips on bikes and jumping out of airplanes and whatnot. Hmm. Uh, so I'm there doing my thing, too. What, what are you doing? Uh, I'm, I'm hosting the, I, I, I'm the anchor man for the news segment. It's a little gay, I, I got to tell you, because it's CBS, you know, and uh, they have very strict, uh, very strict uh, standards and practices. Uh, very, very. So you can't have, like, sack chat? No. And as anyone who listens to the show, uh, unless I use the word uh, nipple, uh, sack, or, sh- or schlong, uh, there's no comedy. <laughs> 
I can't be funny without using one of those three words, and CBS frowns uh, on that sort of activity. But I'm sure it'll be fine. It's sort of aimed uh, for that middle uh, retarded segment of America, and I'm sure it'll do. uh, That's huge. Huge. Massive. Massive. And thank God. Uh, thank God, God bless him. Yes. Uh, so uh, that's what they're aiming for, and I'm, I think I'm giving it to him. <laughs> that's an answer. Steve, 25. Hey, what's going on, y'all? Yeah. Hi. Hey. Um, uh, well, let, let me just say one thing real fast. Uh, when they put me on the show, they said, uh, here's why we put you on the show. We've heard you do your thing, and uh, this is what we want you to do. The news is yours. This is your segment. Give us your spin. Uh, give us your angle, your sensibilities, and do your thing. Um, I gave them like a little sample of my thing, and They're they like, went, uh, oh. oh, okay, hold on. <laughs> that, that's not going to do. <laughs> uh, uh, remember how we said do your thing? Uh, it has now turned into kiss our ass and, uh, and, and get paid. So uh, that's what happened. Do my thing that turned into a... And then, oh, it was just... Oh. Debald. Oh, it was great. Uh, there's Fan Yang, the bubble man on this show. It's uh, it's uh, just awesome. But there's nothing better than when people... Fan Yang, the bubble man. Yes, he's on this show. There is nothing better than when people force really bad dialogue up your ass. It really isn't. There's no more degrading experience in the world than having people with a lot of money tell you what to say. And uh, yeah. and you become a shill when you do that. And I guess I sold out. So what can you do, Steve? Yeah. What's your question? I uh, got kind of a problem. Um, I'm in the military, and I come home on leave. And uh, I went on a fishing trip with some of my uh, high school buddies. And on the process of coming home, uh, I caught my uh, wife with my brother in bed. Mm. Oh no. Mm. Now, I didn't say anything. I didn't let them know I was there. I just kind of left. Uh, mm. What were they doing in there? And I approached them later. Well, they were having sex. Oh, oh now that's bad. That's out of line. And you, you approached them later? How? Well, I went up to my brother first, and uh, he was like, yeah, you know, I just said, you know, I caught you and, uh, and my wife. And uh, he went on to this big old spiel. It wasn't supposed to happen, and... And this, that, and the other. And I, I knew if I would approach them when they were in the process of it, I would have lost my head and done something stupid. Right. Uh, Plus, after I had... She could have clinched up and snapped his penis off. <laughs> after what? Now? Let's call Rhonda. After I'd cooled off. Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> Hold on. Uh, Jennifer has a, a photographic memory. Uh, Rhonda was the name of the serial killer uh, that we had on the show an hour ago. Uh, the girl's sister who right. killed the right. infant. Right. Uh, that was Rhonda. Right. Paying attention. It's medicine and names. That's the thing. uh, That's the thing Jennifer knows, Uh, and what she likes in a man, which is a lot of hair and asymmetrical scrotum. Steve. Yeah. All right. So you. Not a brute. You uh, you confronted him. Yeah. He apologized. Well, he didn't apologize. He just kind of. He did the blow-off thing, like it wasn't supposed to happen. There was nobody else around. Oh my God. You know. Is your brother just sorry, but wait a minute? Is your brother just a major league a hole? Is that just him? Well, he's a frat guy. No, uh. no, no, no. That, that does not make somebody a sociopath. Oh, I don't, I don't know. I've, I've been in the military since I was eighteen. Uh, w- was this a vengeance thing? I mean, did you kick his ass a lot when he was a kid? I am. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and what about your wife? Um, she was. I went to high school with her. She was my high school sweetheart. And, uh, uh, what are you guys doing now? Are you still in high school? or? No, no. No. I'm in the military. Right. 
And, uh, and what happened? <laughs> military high school with guns. What happened when you approached like her? Show business high school with money. And uh, and uh, junior college is uh, high school <laughs> with ashtrays. So, uh, what 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 did you do when you, what did your wife do when you approached her? Well, uh, she went. She started crying. She she didn't. Uh, you know, she apologized. Uh, she had a conscience. Yeah. Brother didn't. And, and I sent her. I sent her back to Texas. Uh, so, what are you going to do now? Uh, I haven't haven't decided. I don't know what to do. I still love her, but I don't oh. know. Uh, right, here's my take, and this is just my take. Uh, there are certain tastes I could never get out of my mouth. Uh, this would be one of them. I, I think I could forgive uh, my wife for cheating, although it would take a long time. Uh, cheating with my brother, I, I, I just I don't think I could ever get around that. I just don't well, know if I it, ever could. But it also suggests such lack of boundaries in relationships that it, the, they'll never get over the sickness that allows them to do that. Yes. Right. She, is, she is flawed, and your brother uh, is flawed. By virtue of the fact that they both were participants in this activity, mm-hmm. they're they're and both stuck with your brother. screwed up as people. I mean, they really are. Your brother, especially, and and your wife, uh, certainly to a large degree as well. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, this you have. I think when people do stuff like that, they're doing you a favor by showing you who they really mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. And the sooner you know, the better off you are, mm-hmm. and then you get to get out. Well, it makes me wonder too. I mean. Being, you know, going into the field, going to Desert Storm. What was she doing when I wasn't around? You know, kind of perk that idea. I, up I think you're you're wasting your time uh, worrying about what she did or didn't do. You know what she did do, and that's a threshold issue. That's enough. She's done. Yeah. She's done. All right, mm-hmm. I would I would move on. I, I really would. Yeah. I think and, and and Steve. Yeah. Take some responsibility for it's choosing a woman who's capable of this. Oh, and and watch, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and watch how you can. I, it's funny. I was picking up on that too. And watch how you conduct yourself in relationships. Uh, you know, you've got you've got to uh, nurture relationships where people will do things. You yeah, like my watch, Drew? Yeah, it says ten o'clock. Yeah, it doesn't work. Yeah, I just strapped. <laughs> I just it's strapped the show it on. For me? Yeah, <laughs> it's been stopped for like six years. No, you put it. You put it the time when he was going to meet you. Oh yeah. yeah, say tennis. Okay. Uh, oh, so you would think so she would think you had a working watch on. Right. All right, Drew. Uh, <laughs> you've turned into like Shecky Drew. Uh, <laughs> uh, Drew, what's with the sense of humor all of a sudden? Just relax. <laughs> Talk about medicine, please. Uh, Nate. Yeah. Nineteen. Yeah, I'm here. Uh, I had a couple comments. I was just going to say happy late ber- birthday, Jennifer. Thank you. And I was also going to make a comment. I know a lot of times people are called up and say how. Um, Dr. Drew is so great and bashing Adam sometimes. And I like to say you're both good and you kind of balance each other out. You know, Dr. Drew's the kind of professional side and, and Adam kind of sells the show, you know. Right. Without each other, you know, you'd, you'd lose that balance. You notice where Nate's calling from? Um, I'm calling from Bountiful, Utah. Oh, re- oh wow. You it's, know that it's... Dick Smart you're talking about? Two D- blocks down the street. Who? What? Dick Smart's. It's Dick, a store. Dick's Market. The the store. Oh, oh, yeah. Dick's Market. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, you should be the uh, statistician. Uh, does your, like it's an like, idiot uh, savant, right? Yeah, Jennifer, read the minutes uh, from the last show, please. Uh, wh- wh- what's on uh, What's on the table tonight? Uh, yeah, where is that stupid... Uh, I don't know where it is. Yeah, here, right here. yeah, Dick's Market, right. Rock Bottom Douche Prices. It's right there on the sign. Uh, yeah. We will not be under, under-douched. 
<laughs> and uh, please check out our uh, wide array of used douche. Yeah. Uh, we have a, a huge department. Okay. Aww. All right. All right. I Did pushed you know, too hard. Do you know I tried to get a job down there as a part-time job? I figured I had some extra time and need some money. The guy that interviewed interviewed me was such a dork. How about a dick? He was. Yeah, he was a dick. <laughs> I mean, he told me I had a job and then called me back the next day and said, no, you don't. So he was uh, This guy is an asshole. Yeah, he was a dick. All right. But, Anyway, there's a lot of cute girls there, too. There's not fat chicks. In this town, Bountiful, there's a lot of fine women. Really? Yeah. Sounded like a hefty town to me. Yeah. No, it's uh, good-looking women. Yeah, I haven't okay. been here that long, but I always cruise over to Salt Lake. It's right next to Salt Lake. Right. That's the garden spot. But anyway, should I get to my question? Yeah. Yeah, I had a question. I'm 19 here, and I've never really been in a serious relationship. And uh, part of the reason is I've suffered from uh, clinical depression uh, a lot of family problems. When I was 16, I moved out with my sister in Texas, and uh, not I was like more uh, worried about surviving and where I'm going to live the next day, you know. And um, lately, I've been doing doing pretty good. I moved out, uh, get away from my family situation. Parents are kind of in the middle of a divorce, and I've met some people and uh, and some girls. And there's this girl I met, and she's I really like her a lot, and I think she likes me, but. Um, the thing is, is I'm, I'm kind of, you know, you want to go in there and make the moves and everything, but I haven't had a whole lot of experience, and I just don't want to screw it up. All right, uh, Nate. Yes. We're running late for a commercial break. Okay. Uh, we have an expert on uh, making moves on chicks. <laughs> You're there. No, it's not You're me. It's uh, Jennifer. She oh, knows. Jennifer. She's had many, many a man, uh, man approach her yeah, in her I've in her day. Yeah. Even as young as she is, or claims to be. She still had many a man approach her, and she will tell you uh, what she likes and what she dislikes. Okay. I can tell you right now, talc's off the list. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all yeah, right, I Nate. Figured that out. But we'll we'll get the uh, we'll, we'll get the feminine point of view. All right. Okay. All, all right. right. So just hang on. Uh, stay away from the uh, from the market, and we'll be back. I uh, don't go in for these backdoor shenanigans. Shenanigans. Sex, drugs, rock and roll. Shenanigans. Chips, dips, chains, whips. You know, we love hearing from you, so keep on sending those tweets and comments, because we read every one of them. Your opinion is important. That's why we don't want you to miss the chance to take our listener's survey at podcastone.com. You see, your responses will help us make this show the very best it can be. It's not a lot of effort because it'll only take you about three minutes, and you'll get the instant gratification that comes with knowing that you helped us get better. So do it now. Take the survey at podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com. And don't forget, keep those tweets and comments coming. My mind is just, uh, my mind is worn out. Uh, you know what I figured out? I've had uh, two days off since uh, and I have uh, New Year's Day I took off. And then I've had uh, two days off uh, since New Year's Day. That's insane. That's nuts. Although I barely work See, all those days I'm, I'm working. Yeah, you call this working? No. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Sitting around like offending people and uh, pushing myself on female guests and eating pie. 
and making fun of uh, the guest dog. Getting paid. And getting paid, yes. Yeah. Look at the doggy. Look at the doggy. Very mellow. Yeah. Beautiful. Uh, I don't like little dogs, but that one I, I would tolerate. I really would. I like cats. I'm a secure enough man to enjoy the company of no, a no, cat. No, no, no. That don't hold. No. You were talking to Nate on six. All right. Well, that's why you're here, Drew. Nate. Yes. You were going to have Jennifer. Oh, uh, you're 19. Yes. Uh, you're 19. You've had some clinical depression. Uh, you have a relative in Texas. I'm convinced as soon as one relative moves to Texas, uh, everything's over. Uh, I swear to God, every caller we have with any any difficulty says, um, I'm thinking about staying with my cousin in Texas. Uh, I'm going to go out and stay with my sister and her family in Texas. Uh, I will never let a family member move to Texas. Uh, the second uh, my sister picks up and moves to Texas, uh, I get hooked up with a drunken, uh, abusive uh, wife. I have a few illegitimate children and lose my job. Never let a family member move to Texas. Well, actually, they're very successful. Her husband, they have three kids. Ah, but the point is, is it's your life that's been cursed. I, yeah. I'm not saying either, Texas is a beautiful place, I'm sure, and oh. there's many successful people living in Texas, and there's nothing wrong with Texas. It's just don't let anyone move there. Just don't. Okay. But if you're born there, it's okay. That's fine. Okay. Okay. But anyway, I think Utah's more beautiful than Texas. Texas is just hot and flat. All right. So how could Jennifer help you? Okay. Yeah. How can she help me? She's going to give me some advice here. How to approach a woman, right? How to make some good moves. See, I don't want to screw this up. Yeah, but see, don't look at it as moves. Okay. Um, Take it from the expert. <laughs> you, you heard how smoothly he's been operating tonight. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Whatever Adam does, don't do that. <laughs> yes. Leave your balls out of it. Yeah, I mean, don't draw a picture of my scrotum. It's all screwed up or anything. Especially the way this one looked. <laughs> Uh, that one was fine, by the way. And let me tell you, it's not like I laid the scrotum out on the magic marker oh, board and oh, traced oh, around it. Oh. What what should what what are women looking for? He's nineteen. He's going to talk to young women. What do they want? Well, I think that the old-fashioned way is really good, like the old courting way. Yeah. Mm. You know, where you take a woman out, you ask her out, and. You bring her flowers, all those old-fashioned things. Well, what do you look for? Well, you look for, I look for honesty and kindness and... The absent of, uh, absence of uh, sense at all? You don't like any smell, right? That's my particular thing. Some women love cologne. I personally don't. Huh. Uh, but, you know, that's not to say she might not love a good dose of brute. Yeah. Well, you know what, you know what makes me mad is I actually ended up at her apartment one time with another guy and then he left and we just talked for a while and everything was music and I just was beating myself up afterward that I didn't like make a move or kiss her or something you didn't close the deal did you yeah I should have no, I, like I, I think opportunity listen if you didn't do it it wasn't right at the time yeah you know and I also think that that if guys are too desperate and you know throw themselves on you too you know like that well it's like a leech no it's just it's not attractive you know yeah. let her wait wait for her to beg you Wait for her to beg me? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'd like to get laid before uh, the prostate swells up and explodes, uh, Jennifer, if that's yeah, that all right. Be a while, you know. Well, she's kind of talked about going swimming. All right, all right. Then you're in. Uh, if there's any talk of swimming or massaging, uh, you're in. Yeah, swimming's very good. Swimming is, uh, is foreplay and so is the massage. 
Yeah. It's, 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 it's kind of like an international language. Yes. It? If you can go swimming with a girl at night, uh, you will be uh, in her before you're dry. Yeah, we're I gonna... guarantee you. Uh, yeah. The night swimming thing. Is... <laughs> night swimming thing, huh? Yeah. I mean, she wanted to I don't around. care if it's a damn kiddie pool in your living room and you just turn the light off. She there will be friend, sex. She has a friend that works at a hotel that can open it up at like 1134. All right. Then you're in. Now well, listen. She's into it. All right, okay. st- you're your own worst enemy here, Nate. Okay. Stop second-guessing yourself. Can I ask one question for Dr. Drew? One yeah. Last question? Yeah. I had a question. I've been on different medications for a while. Yeah. Actually, not different ones. I've been on Prozac on and off for the last year. Yeah. And uh, don't bring that up till after the first date, though. Oh, I know. Okay. Yeah. You can leave that till like, the 10th. Until <laughs> the 10th. I know, but, I mean, it affects me a lot. How, what do you tell people when you're, like... I don't know. Anyway, but... Uh, you don't have to tell her all your worst stuff in the first couple of days. I know. That would scare her away if she knew. What is your question? Anyway, the question is, is I've been on and off this stuff before, and I've gone on to it recently, last couple of months, and I've noticed that at first I'll, I'll, it'll bring my mood up pretty good, but then I'll, like, start swinging and going kind of up and down. You're on one Prozac a day? Yeah. You may need more than that. Because when I talked to my doctor, I said... I talked to a psychiatrist. He said, "Well, maybe you should increase the dose." Right. That's what bit. I'm. That's what I'm telling you. The same thing. You know, my doctor said he didn't think that was right. He said, "I maybe I need some lithium or something." No, I think you increase the Prozac. Because then talk did, to the psychiatrist about it. Because I did double up on it one day, and then the next day I went to one, and then two, and no, one. Look, for, for twenty milligrams a day is a low dose. Forty, sixty, eight, even a hundred milligrams a day are not that uncommon. But certainly forty to sixty for somebody that has chronic depression would be a routine kind of dose. Is a pill twenty? Yeah. Shit. Jennifer, you knew that, didn't you? No, I didn't. Oh, you didn't? No. I thought you were a pharmacist. No. Uh, did you, uh, you ever got in, into any uh, pharmaceuticals, any uh, mood-altering stuff? Yeah. Really? Wh- wasn't well, that what the uh, 70s uh, were for? No, I don't mean like mushrooms and stuff. Oh. I mean like uh, the, the stuff uh, psychiatrists. Uh, no, never did any. Never got stuff. into that? No. Yeah, me neither. No. You ever wonder if you're missing out on something? Hmm, no. Sometimes I think, uh, I think I'm happy. Like I could be really happy. Uh, Maybe the, I could be much happier. The uh, imp on my right shoulder tells me I'm happy, but uh, maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm insane. Uh, maybe I should have some of this Prozac. Uh, Drew, uh, make a note. Uh, score me some Prozac uh, just so I can try it out for a day or so just to see what it does. And if it agrees with me, maybe I'll just get on it and you can just be my connection. Is that cool? No. It'll screw with your masturbatory function. My huh? My what? Your, your sex drive. Your oh, my masturbatory function. Yes, <laughs> it's interesting that it's interesting that Drew approaches my sex life from a masturbation angle. That's he, sad. It really is. He doesn't say uh, it's tragic. It's going to screw with your libido. It's more like no. it's going to screw with your lahando. Be like, <laughs> <laughs> it may affect the lahando, Adam. Uh, uh, really? Uh, because uh, I got to tell you, the lahando's way down, Drew. I can barely hold the magazine up anymore. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, oh, so sad. Uh, by the way, uh, if Larry Flint or any of his uh, cronies are listening, I've not seen my follow-up issue of, uh, of Busty. So I got the two. I'm still waiting for the for this month. So uh, please uh, do not disappoint me. I won't tell you about what went on with Larry Flint. Uh, Nick, 16. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. Just let me say, Jennifer, you're like a hottie, you know? A hottie? She yeah. knows. That's a good thing? That's that's a good thing. Okay. You're like fine. Thank okay. you. Uh, what what movie did you see her in? Um, let me see. Wind, Ferris Bueller. Um, Wind was good, by the way. Thanks. I like that one. Right. 
Smoke uh, a lot of pot, Nick? Yeah. Uh, no. No. Okay. I'm just nervous. I'm just, I didn't know what his question was. What is your question? <laughs> Actually, it's about ecstasy. What about it? I just want to find it, you know, like what it does. I mean, like. It's an amphetamine that's been altered in such a way as to give it hallucinogenic properties, a dangerous drug. Uh, how many uses before people get chronic kinds of uh, consequences is unpredictable. Mood disturbances are the most common thing. If you use a lot of it, you can get thought disturbances, get difficulty with ab- with ability to reason or think clearly. Uh, <laughs> Hence the wind reference. Oh, uh, come on. Okay, come on. That evil uh, Modine was he's, in he's there. He's probably a very poetic fellow. Didn't you go out with that uh, Modine for no, a while? never. You guys weren't an item? No, no, never. Really? If, if never. I could continue. X is a drug that... That's, 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 I don't want any of his stink on you. I'm very uh, territorial with my women. Okay. <laughs> X is a drug that, that is increasingly, Modine, increasingly frightening. The more we learn about the drug, the more damaging it appears, the more more problematic it is. It's not particularly addictive. It's really a, primarily a drug of abuse. But it is, I, and I've seen it, there has been, I mean, addiction happens occasionally. I've seen a couple of cases, but it, it's a drug that's just scary. It, it's a Russian roulette drug like LSD or some of these other stronger hallucinogenics. So is it like, <laughs> it's about the same. About the same. Yeah. Right. Scary. You don't need to do Nick, it. Nick, save your brain, please. Okay. It's not worth it. Please. Uh, let it get out of the developmental phase. At least, please. Okay. All, All right. right. All right. All right. All right. Uh, geez, we we're out of time. Yeah. Uh, but when we come back, we're going to have 10 calls. Let's see. I like to sell that. All right. So don't go anywhere. Uh, stay, stay tuned. I began to float up and away from my body. Uh, lady, you better get back float. here. If you're not here when Love Line float. returns, they're going to be pissed. Float. 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 Hey, Dr. Drew. Yeah, Mike. I pretty much, uh, look, I never bought anything online in my life until I met my wife. Oh, and, seriously? Uh, now all I do is go to Amazon. Uh, yeah, I buy pretty much everything on Amazon. And if you want to support somebody that has an affiliate relationship with, with Amazon, you go to their website, you click through the Amazon banner, and at zero cost to you, Amazon shares some of the purchase price with the affiliate. Why are for- you being so nice about it and saying somebody with an affiliate relationship? You're right, Mike. I should be more specific. Forget an affiliate, per- some vague affiliate. Let's go to Podcast One where you can find the Love Line podcast, the Loveline page, bookmark that page, and just click through on the Amazon banner located at the top of the homepage. You can even use the Amazon banner if you're in Canada or the UK. It makes it easy for all future purchases. Again, it is podcastone.com. Click on the Keep It Free banner to support Amazon and all the wonderful sponsors that make the show possible. Need a few, huh? huh? Need a few more of those. I, I really look at it as uh, uh, Darwin's work being done uh, here in uh, 1997. We're talking about the cult suicide uh, out in these parts. Uh, what was it? 39 people. Yeah. Yeah. I feel sorry for their family. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. As far as uh, you know, uh, sort of. This is like Darwinism. Uh, this is the thinning of the herd. Uh, these are these are people that uh, weren't on real stable ground, and uh, they were. Uh, they're in un- a better place. Uh, they're in a better place. Uh, at least uh, as far as uh, as far as the society goes, they're in a better place. Uh, all right. Uh, who, who does he sound like? 
the Hitler, Rush yes. Limbaugh. Yes. Yes. yes, Hitler. Uh, Rush Hitler. Yes. Yeah. Very scary. Adolf Limbaugh. Yeah. All right. Uh, I am, I've i picked this fax up, this uh, goddamn Dick's Market uh, fax, a thousand times. <laughs> I'm done with that. Let's go. We're done. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Come on. Hold on. You know what cracks me up about uh, Drew? Uh we we did an interview uh, before the show tonight with uh, I don't know who I still don't know who Unity LA and uh, I, was, I always forget whenever we do interviews and I come in late and then I, we just do them and I don't know who I'm talking to but that doesn't matter same interview and Drew sitting there telling the telling the woman uh, listen I did this job for ten years for free uh, this job is my life's blood I would uh, uh, I would do it for free if I had to blah 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 and I'm thinking to myself. Uh, uh, Drew, why do you bolt out of here at uh, five be, seconds be, to because, twelve? Why do you back your car into your parking space because, just so you can shave a tenth of a second off your departure time? Because I've got to be in the, the hospital at seven o'clock tomorrow morning, and, and if, I don't have to perform surgery minute, tomorrow. Every minute longer is a minute away that I don't sleep, and I have very limited sleep time. I've got to get to it. All right, uh, Jennifer, uh, God love you. You're, you're. Uh, look at her, big star, and not an ounce of uh, pride. <laughs> no dignity whatsoever. No dignity. She's willing to uh, entertain uh, the thought of uh, of companionship with a radio guy, which is a huge step down even from TV. But she what does leads you to believe that she even she, she's contemplated something as insane. It as has that. gone through her mind. Believe me, she's certainly entertained that. She wouldn't have done it uh, ten years ago when she was caught up with all these Hollywood types. But now she realizes. Uh, all right, we're out of here. Okay. You're my stern but groovy master. That's Adam. exactly right, baby. All right, uh, the player. Uh, it's an ABC pilot. It's got, it's got uh, someone named Patrick in it, and it's coming out. Uh, Patrick Dempsey. Is that what that says? I don't know what it that says. It says Patrick it's... Seltzer. Yeah. No, Patrick yeah. Dempsey. I swear to God. What the hell's... Yeah, all right. Uh, all right. It's coming out soon. Uh, look for it. And give it your support. It was a real good Altman film. I'm sure it'll make a uh, great series. And the point is, is you have to support the uh, the, the, the first, the pilot, whatever the thing shows, so that she can keep going and stay in town. Uh, right? Yeah, something like that. All right. All right. So, uh, uh, Eraser and uh, Duran Duran uh, next week. I'll and, be back on Wednesday. All right. And uh, the, God willing, Drew will be back on Wednesday. And until then, this is Adam Crow for Dr. Drew saying mahalo. Ow! This has been Loveline. The opinions expressed herein are certainly opinions. That's for sure. If you'd like a written transcript of today's program, you probably should have written it down yourself. And if you did, we'd like a copy. Loveline producer Ann Wilkins. This broadcast was copyright 1997 Westwood One Entertainment. This music is MXPX on Tooth and Nail Records. Sit, Obo. Obo, stop dragging your butt across the carpet. This concludes another PodcastOne.com program.